The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, SEOs and marketers. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. Joining me is Cassidy Clement, who is the Senior Manager of SEO and Content at Interactive Brokers. Interactive Brokers is a leading electronic brokerage firm that provides financial services to individual and institutional investors worldwide. Yesterday, Cassidy and I talked about SEO with large language models. And today, we're going to continue our conversation by discussing SEO becoming part of the college education. This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Cassidy Clement, the Senior Manager of SEO and Content at Interactive Brokers. Cassidy, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. So this is fun because yesterday we went pretty heavy and deep into, uh, I think, a very, very popular topic right now, large language models and the utility of them in the SEO space. And I really feel like we dropped a lot of great directional points around the fact that this is not something that that humans are going to be able to escape from both from the utility of it and the implementation of it. Uh, We also really dove hard into how there's different use cases for this across SEO, that there's the content uh, use cases, there's the data use cases, but essentially there are a variety of ways to leverage this to become more efficient in your process, more efficient in using your time, and ultimately more efficient in achieving your SEO goals. 
But today, we're going into education, which is near and dear part to Previsible and myself personally. But I'm interested uh, to really get your first points on SEO being part of college education and really where, where you see that that evolving. Yeah. So, I mean, just a little personal anecdote here. When I was in college, I had gone to school in a relatively kind of small city, um, but I had interned at a lot of places that I got my SEO experience. And by the time I was a senior, I thought, okay, I want to explore this more, but I kind of tapped the market a little bit. And I actually did an independent study and did some website branding analysis, SEO, and then some LSEO, local SEO for some local businesses. And that was kind of my way of creating a course. And it was just kind of showing up in textbooks because textbooks are not changing at the rate that SEO is. <laughs> and, you know, during that time, as I was seeing some of my peers starting to get job offers, internships, et cetera, like how I kind of was the computer kid in my family, I kind of got that, a little bit of that reputation in college. So people would sometimes ask me SEO questions. And I was realizing a lot of people didn't notice that it was not being taught in the classroom, but it was desired by um, internship nonprofits to for-profits and same thing in the job market. And that was kind of where it brought me today to want to talk about this. Really, the first problem is it's constantly changing and it's very hard to teach. But then also because there's not so many digital marketing focuses in colleges just yet, that makes it hard for people to find uh, that spark initially and then dive a little deeper unless you start to do those extracurriculars such as making your ski club's website, going out and doing the internships, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people who have had bad experiences or have had a bad go at organic or paid search. And really, you have to educate both them your employer or your internship coordinator to buy into these projects that you want to see um, carry over the finish line. So that's really why when it comes to education, there is something that is to be said about SEO being super relevant within the job market. Um, if you search SEO as a point for any job application or job description, you're going to see so many things coming all the way from programmer communications marketing, anything you can think of. And it's helpful that the student and the potential employer and the professor understand the benefits of this because those students are going to be part of the workforce, potentially buying into those concepts or being a client for one of these places. It's all very important. It's almost as if like we're talking about, don't want to equate it as much, but it's kind of like how it was with teaching Microsoft Office. Eventually, that skill is going to be expected from somebody who is doing digital marketing for anywhere across any industry. Right. I mean, one of the distinctions I want to quickly get your perspective on is the difference between the plethora of online courses. And these come in a variety of shapes, forms, and sizes, right? You've got everything from like the Skillshares and the Courseas and the Udemy's. You also even have this next tier, maybe um, arguably a little more credentialed in the sense that, you know, Harvard and even uh, Northwestern and uh, UCLA even, these all these universities have like an online course for digital marketing or SEO. Again, this is not part of a core degreed program at any of these institutions. They're online kind of educational resource type experiences. I want to distinguish that versus what you just shared with us earlier about this being part of your degree, being part of your core college 
curriculum, and then thus it becoming a facilitator of you entering the job market, entering your career. And I want you to kind of help us navigate that and distinguish that from an SEO and digital marketing education point of view. Right. So, I mean, first things first, we're in 2023 here. The idea of a storefront is unfortunately not as common as it was 100 years ago. Your storefront is your website. So in order to properly market, you have to understand your different marketing channels. And in today's day and age, again, most of the time people are giving you a Google before they come knocking on your door asking if you have a size nine in their favorite sneakers. That's usually not the case. So SEO in and of itself is the mix of analytic thinking and some creative content thinking. And I think it's going to be a core competency of the degree. I think you're right that in the sense of how fast it's changing and because it's constantly changing and because no one has the right answer to the perfect SEO. Trust me, I've checked. I've done so many, so many uh, audits on sites that everyone has thought are the greatest. The point is, is that it depends on the type of student and the type of job market that you're trying to go for. If you're going for something a little bit more traditional, then you're right. Looking at a, at a Harvard course to help you solidify those core pieces is great. But if you're somebody looking to refine skills that you've already garnered from experience, or even if you're a hobbyist and you just really like having an amazing organically performing blog, having some of these free certifications and courses those are really great. But eventually, I do think there is going to be a track for digital marketing versus traditional, or it's just going to become digital. Right. Because I personally don't have, excuse me, many friends who are saying, you know what I did today? I bought the newspaper. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's this absolute need in our, let's say, traditional, conventional type of education to have not only digital marketing, but SEO be a part of that. And again, like any institutional organization, you start with the basics. You start maybe with an entry-level course that explains to you how digital marketing works. And then you can take more advanced courses where you do something specific to paid, affiliate, SEO, maybe some other channels. And that, that to me sounds like a, lot of, like a very logical thing, having had a career in this space. But for the, the, the institutions that are out there, this is a very foreign thing. And there's very few that do it today. From your vantage point, if this became a more commonly accepted educational track, how would it really change the outcome for the students who graduate from these institutions? So, I mean, first and foremost, we have the scenario of selling the stakeholders, right? Because it is foreign to a lot. And again, no one has that perfect formula. But... As those students start to go out, I think the biggest piece is going to be like literature and case studies. We all like to think we're, you know, the coolest nerds, the SEOs, we have the, you know, the coolest scooters and beanbags in the office. But the reality is, is that in order to get within these mainstream areas, you have to have proven case studies or proven textbooks that show some lineage of how this stuff works. And you're right. Starting out early, talking about meta key tag or keywords and tagging, and then maybe some consumer behavior in the center, and we round it all off with some schema on JSON LD. To most people, I know I sounds like I just said another language, but really, <laughs> that's kind of how you make the move into that area. You have to, it's going to be slow but sure, but I think it's absolutely crucial. And as you get more money, 
being pulled into these marketing channels and more money coming out of them or as a result of them, there's going to be more desire of that. And I think it'll show on most schools who are like feeding at their career fairs, some of these companies that it's skills that they want. And by default, they're probably going to have to start teaching it formally. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, you just nailed on something that's super important. I think it is the core catalyst of making this change happen. And in, in here at, at Previsible, we firmly believe in identifying great talent that can fit into organizations. We're big advocates of education and do a lot of education work for our clients as well as academic institutions. And I'll tell you, the core catalyst to driving success in our institutions around education for SEO is that the companies need to know that they have to ask for this, right? And that, that I think is the challenge because there's still a lot of companies who still don't know that SEO is something they should use or have or understand. And then thus, they don't even know how to go back to the colleges they recruit from or they typically source from and say, hey, we got to have someone that knows something about SEO, this thing that we keep trying to solve for. Ultimately, that I think is the, the biggest, will, will be the biggest driving force of change within our institutions. I'm, I'm curious to get your take, Cassidy. Where, where do you see this happening? Where do you see this working? Is it working anywhere? Any good examples that you feel the market is, is showing in terms of SEO in, in, in an educational institution? Well, I do think, of course, starting out with the idea of supply and demand, companies that are recruiting out of places that they're kind of also, they both wear each other kind of like a gold star, just giving an example, but if College A and Company B both like to say that they recruit and hire from, it's going to be in their best interest to start to teach the skill. But I also think that it's going to be a little bit power to the people once the students start to realize, uh-oh, I need this on my resume in order to get a job and I didn't learn it. That's going to be a big wake-up call. I mean, in some ways, it's, again, similar to kind of the Microsoft Office scenario. If your school was teaching typing in Office, it kind of would help lean you into a little bit more of that, a little higher on that entry level with the resume. Now, it's expected for everybody these days to understand how to do bold and italics. Mm -hmm. But still, if you're able to prove, hey, man, I got this down. You want to see me do a, a lang tag for all these regions? 
You want to see me go in here and show you all of your misspellings with the click of a button on this tool that's really great? That's valuable. And I think that these ways of showing how companies did well, I mean, it's constantly changing. That's the big disclaimer. Something that worked yesterday might not work tomorrow, or the algorithm might change. That's always the wake-up call. But things in school generally work on a historic basis because if you print them as a success and they're not, then they're out of date and not correct. So the problem with SEO is kind of how late it is. But I do think that it's going to take the students showing that desire and then the companies because really the product is the education. Right. So the customer speaks and that's what usually changes it. It does take time or you can kind of go my route and say, I need to learn this, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> self-taught, self-taught. Yes. I mean, I think that's the challenge right now with SEO is that it's a highly self-taught discipline, right? And so, so are all the other digital marketing channels. I, I talked to a lot of my friends and contacts in the paid side, and it's also very much self-taught. Now, fortunate piece about paid is that you can take certain types of courses in college that will certainly help you be better at it. <laughs> but that isn't necessarily a direct like one-to-one match. It's just that those gives you, gives you foundational skills. So with respect to SEO specifically, are there certain skills that you feel would be best suited in this education? And if they formalize this education, what would that coursework look like, right? I mean, are these people taking like engineering classes, computer science classes? Are they taking accounting courses? I sometimes feel like I'm doing all kinds of jobs. I might need like a, you know, a nice uh, you know, European art history class to really be thrown in there sometimes. But on a serious note, what does this curriculum look like? Yeah, so really the basics, of course, is you want to understand the three core pieces, technical, content, and then your paid versus organic. But really, if you were to take bits and pieces from curriculum that already exists, you'd be looking at marketing, stats, business, of course, some design elements because images and videos are huge within any type of search optimization nowadays. And then finally, journalism for citation and the ways that you want to build that web of how you're actually going to apply the reputation. But I will say consumer behavior is probably something that gets looked over sometimes. And the way I describe it in my job is actually law and order SEO. <laughs> so we will get things that come in, in all of my experience, that people say, huh, what's that? And you really have to critically think. And you also have to look at the market of what your item is, what your site is, who your customers are, where they are, what language they speak. Right. You got to put together a lot of pieces. And that consumer behavior idea, or at least critical thinking process, is a really good way, at least the consumer behavior I took, shout out Dr. Batori for like one of the best courses ever, that lined me up to think, I'm that customer. What do I need? Where am I at in that profile? And if that number is high enough that you start to see that trend go high enough, that consumer is a consumer base. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to start to optimize your SEO efforts to align across a larger scale. And that, to me, is kind of how you're going to have to find a way as a, in a curriculum to kind of build these SEO wizards and make sure you find your shining stars and stats and design in your journalism for your content side, your business. And that, in and of its way, that's kind of your, your basic SEO team there. You have your content, your paid, your ad, your technical wizard. And then when the funding's right, you pull in a dev and that's, that's the secret sauce. 
there it is. Love it. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. That wraps up this SEO strategy episode on the Voices Search podcast. Thank you to Cassidy Clement from Interactive Brokers for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Cassidy, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 